0: Welcome to the Cheap Shop Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to episode six of the Cheap Shop Podcast. I'm your host, Jake, and I'm here joined with my co-host, Matt. Matt, how you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good, Jake. How are you?
0: I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. On this episode of the podcast, we'll be talking about our NHL season predictions for the 2021 season. Um, getting right into it, we have the biggest sleeper. I have the New York Rangers. The New York Rangers have been a decent team, made playoffs last year, barely. But I do think this year they're going to have a better team and all around play better. You know, they've had Capo Caco developing a little bit, Igor, D'Angelo, Zibinejad, Kreider, Panarin, and their first overall pick, Lafreniere. I think with all these players, they could turn into a good team and have a deep playoff push, potentially, even though they don't seem like a good team on paper. Uh, What about you, Matt?
1: So... In my spot, I have the Kings. Uh, The last time they won a Stanley Cup, it's been like six or seven years. And since then, they've almost always come like third or last in the whole standings of the NHL. I think it's about time that they won something or at least come uh, close to winning a Stanley Cup.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's been a long time. I mean, they do. They could potentially, but they've been a rebuilding team. I think this year they could prove something. Uh, surprise a lot of people, but we'll just have to just have to wait and see how the season turns out. Uh, team most likely to disappoint, Matt. Who do you have?
1: So I have the Caps. This might surprise some people. I know that they have Ovi, they have Kunitz. Kine- I don't know how to pronounce his name. Excuse me, but
0: that um,
1: yeah, that. Um, but they just got Chara. He's been in the league for how many years? Um, he's getting old now. He's not going to be in the NHL much longer. They also picked up Lundquist, and he has a heart condition, so he's going to be out this year. So the only real player that they have is Ovi, and they got rid of their only goalie, so now they only have a backup. I don't know what their plan is. Interesting choices by the coach.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it should be interesting to watch. They have TJ Oshie, I think, still, and they have Ovechkin, but other than that, a lot of older players are not that – young of a team. They did win the Stanley Cup three, two, three years ago. Um, but they're definitely declining. They're like the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh uh, Penguins, but uh, just have to see how that goes. Charles, yeah, he's like 42, so it should be interesting. Um, I have the Bruins. This is probably surprising because they've done so well and so been so dominant, especially last year. But to start the season, they have Brad Marchand, and uh, Pasternak, who both had off-season surgery, Marshan with a sports hernia. And over the weekend, he left the scrimmage due to an undisclosed injury. So he's got an injury lurking. And I think he's not going to be 100% when the season starts. And I wonder how it could affect him later on the season. Uh, Pasternak, he's out until at least February. He's on the IR. He had surgery too. And I think a lot of the team's not 100%. They're still hurt after playoffs and everything so that should be interesting then they lost Chara and Tori Krug two good players that they had on the team so I mean if anything they're declining this year but we'll definitely have to see because like I said the East is so stacked this year who the hell knows what's going to happen
1: yeah I agree with that and is Tukarask even playing because I know he has a family does he want to be away from his family
0: Um, I think he's still away, but um, then again, I'm not sure. He could be back for the season, but as we know, the playoffs, he did leave and stay with his family. So who knows how that's going to work this season, if he plays or not. Um, Then moving over to Stanley Cup winner. I have the Colorado Avalanche. They had off-season additions of Devin Tays, who is over-underrated. But, I mean, he's a good player. And then solid veteran Brandon Sag. Sad. Um, and then they have Cole Kale Maker and Bowen Byram to contribute. They're a good team. They I think they could contribute together on the ice. And they have such a deep roster this season, like the Lightning. I mean, I know Kucherov's out for the Lightning, but they have really deep roster the Avalanche. And Nathan McKinnon, I mean, he's probably the, one of the best players in the NHL and the best player on the team for sure. And Overall, they're a stacked team. And that's why I think they're going to win. What about you, Matt?
1: So before I say anything, I have to say I am a Flyers fan, and my spot is filled up with the Flyers. Reason being, they haven't really won much. They haven't gotten into the playoffs lately. But last year, they had a huge break. They had a playoff run. They did pretty good. But I think that they have a pretty good chance of winning. I mean, you saw what they did last year. And if they just have a little bit more like energy towards the playoffs and if they really want to win, I think they could.
0: I think that's a very bold prediction, but I also like the opinion there. I mean, you got Carter Hart and Nat, one of the best goalies in the league, especially he's playing really well. Um, And you saw definitely what they did last year, how late in the season they turned it around and started playing really good as a team. This year, if they could keep that pace up all season, they could be a top team in the league and go deep in the playoffs. Uh, which will be exciting to watch, especially.
1: I agree.
0: Um, now we're going over the Hart Trophy, which if you don't know, is basically the MVP trophy best player in the season. Matt, how do, who do you have?
1: So I have McDavid for this one. Um, last year, I feel like uh, it could have been, it was a 50-50 between Drysidle and McDavid, but uh, Drysidle got so many points and it was really... Just like a seventy-five out of twenty-five percent chance, uh, but I feel like McDavid has a really good chance this year. Um, he's probably one of the fastest players. He's predicted to make a lot of points, and I think that Oilers are going to have a pretty good year with him and Drysoto Drysaitel.
0: That's a very good prediction. I mean, definitely they, him and Drysaitel. You know, I like to call him the German Gretzky, as we all know from past podcasts. But Connor McDavid always seems like to be the Best choice. I mean, he's probably the best player in the league, always is, every year is consistent. Um, but I have Nathan McKinnon. I mean, last season, he had 93 points in only 69 games, uh, 35 goals, 58 assists. But if they played a full 82 games, who the hell knows how many points he would have put up. He would have had over 100 at least. Um, in the past three seasons, he, he's had 90 plus points in the last three seasons. And I think this year he breaks 100. I think the kind of player, the team he has, people on his team... He'll easily break, break 100 this year. So, I'm well, actually, maybe not. He won't break 100 because it is 56-game season. So, he'll be close to 100, but maybe not to the 100 like I was thinking. Uh, moving on to the Vezina Trophy, we have, which is a goalie award for best goalie of the year. I have Andre Vezilevsky. He was a front runner to win last year. Uh, But he didn't end up winning. Hella Buck ended up winning. Um, Last season, he was 35-14. 35 wins, 14 losses, a 2.56 goals against average. In the playoffs, he played outstanding. Uh, He finished 18 wins, 7 losses, a 1.9 goals against average. He played really good last season. He's always a consistent, good goalie. With a team the Lightning have, they don't have Kucherov, but I think this year he'll win it this year with a team that they still have. Always stacked. And, yeah, Matt, who do you have?
1: I have Carter Hart. Um, I'm saying this because, like I said last year, they had a big run, and I think a lot of that can uh, be awarded because of Carter Hart's job in the net. Um, He was playing great. He has a 2.23 goals against average, and I think he's one of the youngest, not only the youngest, but one of the best goalies that we've seen lately.
0: Yeah, definitely. He's been consistent all year. He's always playing well, making some crucial key saves, some amazing saves as I've seen in person go into some games this last few years ago and last year. Um, But yeah, he's a great player. I think he's going to be one of the best goalies for a long time to come. One of the best in Flyers history for sure with the way he plays. He's an amazing player and hopefully has a good year this year. Um, Moving on to the Calder Trophy. Rookie of the year, if you don't know what that is. Um, Best rookie, first-year player. Matt, who do you have?
1: I have Alex Lanfagnier. He's the number one prospect. He did really good in World Juniors. And I think that when he gets on to the Rangers, he's going to have a lot of good players backing him up. And overall, I think Rangers are going to be very good. And I kind of agreed with your statement that Rangers are going to win the Stanley Cup have a pretty good chance.
0: Well to go far in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, go far in the playoffs, sorry. But yeah. um yeah, I think it's just going to be a really stacked team and Lafonnier is just going to add to that.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean he was the number one overall pick. A lot of hype going to his name, entering the draft. He's a good player as we've seen. Um, we'll see how he does with the Rangers. I think he's going to develop. It's going to be more of a development year. But he's a really good player. I mean you got Panarin, veterans like him and Sabinejad, who could help him develop into a better key player like he can become. I mean, he's got a lot of potential to his name, and I think it was a great pick by the Rangers with number one.
1: But then again, Rangers do need to be careful because this is World Juniors, and it's a big step from World Juniors playing against teenagers to going up against grown men in the NHL. And I don't know if he's going to perform as well as he did in World Juniors, I have no doubt that he's going to be a good player, but I'm just saying that it is very possible that he might not be ready for NHL.
0: Yeah, definitely. As we saw with Jack Hughes, I mean, last year he didn't have a great season and, you know, I think him, well, junior, He had amazing stats. Then he didn't have such great stats in the NFL, which development year first season, but yeah, for a uh, should be interesting to watch. I botched his name. It's okay. Um, But I have Trevor Zagross, who was on the American team in the World Juniors this year. He had seven goals and 11 assists, and he helped lead the U.S. team to the finals, win the gold medal, and was the team's best player. I mean, he played outstanding hockey throughout the whole World Juniors. He was a key player, but I saw a lot with him. He liked to get under the skin of the other teams. So, I mean, that should be another thing to watch how other teams handle the player like him in his rookie season. Chemistry builds with the team. So overall, it should just be interesting to see how he does this season. Um, that's our NHL predictions. Uh, we hope you all enjoyed, and we hope you have a great day. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify and follow our Instagram at CheapShot underscore sports. to Stay tuned on more podcasts and We're looking for people to help write the sports blogs. So if any of you are interested, please DM us on Instagram. We hope you all have a great day. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Cheap Shot Podcast. We hope you all have a great day.